This is Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Rich Cooper of Fusion Risk Management. We're talking about operational resilience. Obviously, we live in a time where things have been disrupted somewhat, but what do you actually mean by operational resilience? Because I would have thought it was obvious if your operation is not working, you're not in business at all. So what do you mean by operational resilience? At the center in the financial service community, it really means expectations to your customers, the consumers, and the the market in general and society in general, because very defined are the services that banks provide. But once you start having to dig deeper into being a resilient financial service firm, there's a lot that really needs to take place there. There's everything from obviously technology being up, are people being able to go into major metropolitan areas, are people being able to go into remote banking sectors or being call centers. So take obviously the pandemic is front and central at the moment. But if you're a North American operation that has retail branches in the Western United States, they've got a call center down in the Gulf of Mexico where there's a hurricane blowing through. You've got uh, major metropolitan areas that have some civil unrest. You're dealing with multiple events simultaneously and you need everything from your janitorial services to be ready to Clean your locations, your HR departments to be able to understand where your people are. Are those people safe? We need to work with our technology teams to make work from home a possibility and make sure that we can fulfill our needs to services. And so it's about going back to those core services for us, being resilient, understanding what your customers need at the center of that journey, and then being able to deliver to those, even when you're dealing with multiple events simultaneously. Whose responsibility is this in a financial services institution? Because we talk about these banks as being quite siloed entities. That is changing to some extent, but they are quite siloed entities. Who picks up all those reins? So I think it is maturing, though, where people are starting to integrate this. And some of the expectations from the UK regulators, the PRA, FCA and Bank of England around operational resilience, putting that customer and the consumer at the center of this, are identifying that this is really boiling up to being responsible. There's a concept in the in the UK banking rules around a, a term called SMF. 24, which is identifying someone that's really responsible for the operations of a firm. And that, that's where resilience should probably sit. So a strong chief operating officer is, is probably ideally where this can sit, but there is a, a real technology aspect to this. So in a number of firms, it can be a split duty because if you think about a service, these are very complex, large services these days, which go from obviously the operating part, but also maybe in involving a number of third parties, which someone else has a relationship to. And then also a technology stack that the person that's on the operating level might not fully understand that whole thread. So we're really seeing people having to come together. And once you understand what goes into a service, there'll be a team that will say, we can provide that, that can invest in not just obviously the technology provided, but also the ability to provide assurance on that third party that might be offering services that, that are a critical part of that, which may be outside of your country and certainly outside of your organization by definition of that, and the technology piece that can become quite complex. You touched there on the regulatory issue, and there are some areas of operational resilience where it is a regulatory issue but there are also some areas where again you also mentioned this it's an IT issue it can also be an issue that affects the customer focus of a firm 
if we use the word bank or a big financial firm, they're regulated. There's an expectation that they have business continuity plans. They test with the third parties. They do IT disaster recovery testing. What's maturing now? And, you know, Basel, the European banking sector, the UK banking and the, and the Federal Reserve is going to come out with some new guidance around operational resilience, as did the FFIEC handbook. Those expectations are really maturing now. And the common sense area of this is, yes, you can have a, a binder and a, a plan on a shelf or show that you did a test, but you may have spent three months working towards that test. It's really about now we're seeing the best practice of firms. They're being more agile. They're being able to respond to these multiple events, hitting them simultaneously. And they're really focusing back on these key services that they provide and being able to provide them. If, if a work from home strategy is being deployed, if they have to close branches for whatever reason, they're able to provide more services. And just to part of what we might talk about, I believe personally, this is really driving some digital transformation, which again has been an overused buzzword, but there's no desire for retail customers at the moment to really go into branches if they don't want to. And there's no real desire for employers to put their employees into locations where they don't. So the electronic, the, the banking experience online with mobile apps and the ability for some of the workforce that were traditionally having to go into large metropolitan markets, being able to work from home is something that's just accelerated tremendously over this last 10 months. Yes, you've got some people who are no longer in the physical customer face-to-face roles that they used to be. Some of that can be done online, but that decentralizes operations in a way surely that complicates the matters you're talking about because it complicates risk, it complicates the networks. It complicates things in so many different ways. Obviously, the ability for people to function securely cannot be compromised. This is dealing with you know, money and heavy, heavy regulated. So first of all, we need to make about security. But the practical aspects, I was talking to a resilience leader, a very large retail bank, and they said one of the things that's changing for them is if they had say the the hurricane that was blowing through, they had a a very large call center in Southern Texas that was going to be impacted. In a normal world, that would have been quite easy for them to transfer that workload, close down, and make sure that everybody was told to stay at home. The problem they're seeing today is they don't know where all those employees are scattered to. People didn't stay in that area. They have people that are not even in country at the moment that are working from home. So we're seeing people pop up from the European beach houses or down in Mexico places and IP addresses, which is really concerning because you've got people outside of the jurisdiction, you know, VPNing in, or you don't know where your people are. If there's an earthquake in Mexico City, you know, do I have, you could potentially have employees that even though you don't have operations down there. So there's some real challenges that are coming up. And I saw last week, I haven't been able to dig into it too much more, but the regulators saying they're actually going to start tightening down on the expectations of what's working from home because pre the pandemic, there were, there were some very strict rules around, in, in fact, some roles, an at-home employee might have to register their house as a banking location that would have to be secure, they'd have to video the room, they'd have to show that they had the right protocols in place to even do some functions. Obviously, the we've been a little more lax on that because we've had to be the practicalities of just being able to do things. But I can expect those things tightening up, which are going to add more stress onto the people that are trying to worry about those things. 
That brings us to the business case, the business case for strengthening operational resilience. Is it not self-evident? Yeah, but it's people understanding that, you know, and questioning and interrogating their own organizations. Like I said, it's, it's quite easy to show evidence that you've got a business continuity plan. Every financial service firm does, every bank does, that you've tested these systems. But really asking yourself as a, as a chief operating officer, a chief risk officer that's responsible for the operating part of the organization, how well are we standing up in these things? How efficient are we? How protected are we? And putting that back to the customer, are we providing the best possible service to that customer, no matter what? And are we investing in the right things to make sure that we're as efficient as possible? Or are we spending a lot of money by doing it badly? Because you can you can get there, and I think people have got there, but it can be very expensive. And it can be, you know, you can be taking a lot of risk on by not doing this properly, quite frankly. And the problem is always going to be that something is going to come at you that nobody expected, something perhaps a little bit like a pandemic. <laughs> Yes, and things that we're learning now are coming at you in, in the threes and the fours. So there's a number of you know, operations that are going on now that are dealing with these multiple events. These Colorado's the latest place to have you know, wildfires. You've got still protesting going on all around the world. You've got weather events that are causing mudslides. So you're dealing with the day-to-day -day things that we've been dealing with, and you layer a pandemic on top of that which is shifting around first waves in some places, second waves in other places. It's, it's a challenging world out there. There's a lot of moving parts. Rich Cooper of Fusion Risk Management, thank you very much for your time.